Welcome to Sell Smarter, Sell Faster, a podcast dedicated to helping sales organizations grow. Each week, we discuss proven sales enablement strategies and real-life examples with experts and thought leaders from across industries. I'm your host, Danny Buckley, Vice President and General Manager at LeeG2, a sales performance agency. Welcome back. This is episode 12 of the Sell Smarter, Sell Faster livecast. As always, we're excited to have you all here. Let us know where you're watching from in the comments. Always nice to see where everybody's at. And I'm your host, Danny Buckley, and joined by our awesome producer, Shay Smith. Hey, Shay, how's it going? Hey, it's going good. Happy Wednesday. How are you? I'm good. I know we don't usually do a lot of small talk, but I know you just got your Peloton. So that's exciting. I did. I did. If anyone wants to like connect on the Peloton app, you can drop your Peloton name. I'm trying to figure out the hashtag thing. So, you know, any tips, if you want to drop it in the comments, yeah. I'd love all the Peloton. We might tips. as well have a whole other thread about that. Um, I love I my Peloton. So yeah, I'm excited. Awesome. Well, great. Well, as a reminder, um, Legi2 um, is a sales performance agency. We really specialize in using inbound marketing and sales enablement um, strategies and tactics to help our clients sell smarter and sell faster. That's the name of the game. And this live cast is a weekly live cast where we are focused on real world examples, best practices, you know, case studies, tips um, from all kinds of people that in some way contribute to sales organizations selling smarter and selling faster. And I'm really excited about um, today's episode. But before we get into that, Shay's going to remind everyone how to stay connected to us in the future. Yes. So if it's your first time joining us on the live cast, or if you've been with us all 12 episodes now, make sure you're subscribed on YouTube at our URLs right there. Hit the subscribe button and make sure you turn on your notification. There's a little bell icon. So turn on those notifications to be notified when we are live, when we upload um, new episodes that are scheduled. You don't want to miss one. We've got a great lineup coming up the rest of the season and even past that. So I'm really excited to start sharing that. Um, If you have any questions or comments during the show today, please um, share those in the comments. Uh, We love to engage and try and get those into the conversation. I know um, Danny tries to work those in as we can, you know, um, in our time frame. We can't get to them. Make sure to connect with us. You can connect with Danny at any time on LinkedIn or Twitter or myself. I am also on LinkedIn and Twitter. We would love to connect. And last place you can always connect with any of us is on sellsmartersellfaster.com, where we have lots of uh, related resources to the topics that we're talking about in these episodes, um, past episodes, some of our favorite episodes. Um, I mean, they're all our favorite, but we've got some on there that you should definitely check out. So I think that's it. And I'm going to jump into um, introducing our guest today and bringing her in in just a second. Um, Today's guest is Stephanie Stoll. She is the Director of Learning and Development at the Center for Sales Strategy, and she works with subject matter experts and client experience and the client experience team to design and deliver educational content and services to their clients. Her background in sales training, combined with her formal education and adult learning, drive her to create and deliver impactful user experiences. Motivated by the opportunity to make a positive impact on people's lives, she strives to build solutions to help others succeed and achieve their goals. Stephanie enjoys distance running, 
I do too, but not quite as much as she does. Um, and has, she's completed multiple full and half marathons. While not running around Buffalo, New York, she can be found cooking or cheering on her beloved Buffalo Bills, the Sabres, and the New York Yankees with her husband and son. And she's an adjunct adjunct faculty at Buffalo State College. So I'm going to bring her in and y'all have a great conversation. Thanks, Shay. Hi, Stephanie. I'm so glad Hi, you're here. Glad to be here. Yeah, this is um, a topic that I'm particularly excited about because we're, we're going to talk about educating prospects in the sales process and how to do that effectively and why it's important. And I'm passionate about this topic because it really marries the inbound marketing methodology and kind of like what we do on the on the marketing side um which is being really educational helpful you know be, providing value uh, at all times with our marketing and and you're going to kind of help us speak to how salespeople can really take that even one step further in their own sales process so yes absolutely good topic. <laughs> um so let's jump in you ready yes let's go all right great so just to give, I know we had a, a great little bio from Shay, but tell us a little bit about your background, because I know you've got some unique um, teachings and, and experience uh, around this topic and, and just how you use this in your role at the Center for Sales Strategy. Sure. So like Shay said, I was in sales, sales management, and then I was a technology implementation specialist. So training and teaching instructors um, for 11 years in the higher ed technology sector. Before that, I was in various other um, industries. Having that background coupled with my training and my formal education in adult learning really allows me to help ensure that our programs here are they're relevant are applicable and you know they're sound educationally we're not just throwing information at people that we're really teaching them and that they're learning from it to be able to apply it every day to their lives awesome great well we are glad you're here i know you've got a lot of great experience so let's get us all kind of on the same page why is in your opinion why is being a good educator and presenter so important in the sales process like what are the benefits um to a salesperson specifically Sure. So I think when you're thinking about that, you've got to think of education outside the narrow definition of just learning. Education isn't just learning. It's there to help modify a behavior or attitude. So when we're selling, we're really seeking to change something the prospect is currently doing. You know, it's not a lecture when you think of formal education, yeah. what they should be doing, but helping them understand a new way of looking at something. So presenting your proposal and ideas in a manner that you stand out in the sea of salespeople that are just talking their message um, at people without any real end goal in sight. So if we think about it in terms of educating them to change behavior or attitudes, we're really going to stand out because we're li we're looking at what do we want them to do in the end opposed to what do we want out of it in the end. I love that. That's a great differentiator, I think, to keep in mind, like changing, would you say, uh, attitudes and behaviors and attitudes yes behaviors and attitudes yeah that that's that's key because i know I've, i'm thinking even like in my past i've seen great salespeople or salespeople who are great at at the more traditional educating you know like maybe they really know digital marketing for instance in sure. the media space and they can tell you everything you need to know about pay-per-click but and that's helpful but we're also talking about something a little different here um and so I think we're going to get into that. So I love that. Um, so what are some of the biggest best practices that you would give to a salesperson that they should be following in order to kind of be really effective at, at what you're talking about here? Sure. So first, I can never none of us can ever say this enough is know your prospect the best that you mm -hmm. possibly can. So, you know, what problems or industry trends are they facing that are affecting their business? So you need to know what keeps them up at night and how you and your solution can help them. So you should never walk in cold, even if you are cold calling, you should know something about them and at least their industry. 
Second, consider what you're saying through the lens of the prospect. You know, if you were on the other side of the desk or in current times, the screen, what would you want to hear and, and why should they care? Think about that. You know, don't just spew out all of this information that you have, but think about how they're going to be receiving that as well. Um, you know, good quality education always lets you know where you're headed to. Think about when you're in a formal education setting, there's an outline or there's a syllabus. So you need to do that as well with your prospect. You need to say, here's where we're starting. This is where we're going next. And this is where we're trying to go. So, you know, always be transparent and intentional with your prospects and targets. You know, it seems really obvious, but you know, when you have multiple prospects, it can be really easy to overlook that. So make sure you're laying out the roadmap of where you see each other going, you know, together as well. Yeah, I love it. Great. Those are good best practices. So we're kind of um, taking it one step further. What are some of the key things that that we need to keep in mind when we're thinking about prospects in this way, right? When we're thinking of them as people that, you know, these audiences specific to them, this experience, this conversation, this call, whatever it is, what are some of the things that we need to be keeping in mind? So one of the things about education and learning from the adult perspective, because it's always different than when you think of traditional teaching of a, a child or something like that, mm -hmm. but everyone's experience as an adult shapes the way they see and process new information. So again, know your prospects. You know, when we shape formal learning experiences in a classroom or even for a training, we focus on the fact that different people view new information through their previous experiences. So for example, if a prospect had a bad experience with a similar offering in, in sales, we've all, I tried that before and it didn't work. You need to know that and you need to form your presentation with them with that fact in mind because they're going to view it differently than somebody who's never tried that type of solution before. And one of the things that shows is empathy. Oh, you know, I understand. I know you've tried it before and it probably wasn't the best experience. But show that you're listening and you know, and that's important to them. You know, prospects will be interested in learning information also that has immediate relevance and impact. Again, know what they're facing and how they can implement the solution for immediate impact. You know, it's best to present these learning, like a learning experience is yeah. what we call a problem-centered approach rather than content-oriented manner. So, you know, anybody that's been in sales, we always warn them, do not feature dump on people. Not every feature, not every bullet in that list of features is important to that person. But how do you solve a problem with specific features? So, you know, if a prospect's looking for a new way to reach new customers, be specific in how you can help them. And, you know, you also, you know, what does the future end state look like? You can't, you don't want to just say, I can help you get new customers. Mm -hmm. I can get, help you get new customers by doing X, Y, and Z, and we will see X amount of growth. You have to be very specific because you want to view it as if you were them. Um, so, you know, don't tell them about every solution you offer if it doesn't solve a problem they're currently experiencing. Because if you think about it, a teacher, think about when your teacher put something out there that wasn't going to be on the test. You're like, why are you telling me this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's important to me right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that happens a lot when when salespeople are sharing like what they do, their services and offerings before we even know what the problem is that we're solving. And it's like, exactly. this is just noise in a lot of ways. Um, and one thing that I really picked up on that you said is uh, kind of the word I'm thinking of is, is really being able to pick up on those clues. Mm -hmm. Like you said, um, maybe they've had a bad experience with this particular thing before, or maybe um, maybe they giving clues around budget or timing or who needs to be involved in it or what their fears are, whatever it is. I think um, a good salesperson 
that is able to be proactively educating um, can pick up on that stuff. And, and then they're therefore a good listener, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and so in, in teaching, when I've worked with professors and when I'm in the classroom, you don't want to wait till it's too late. You have to mm. listen for those things. Where are they in, in terms of education? Where are they struggling? Where do they need extra help? You don't just throw everything at them because it's not going to help them in the end. So you're absolutely yeah. right. You really have to listen and pick up on where those problems are. And I think that's really key with objections. You know, a lot of times salespeople will wait until they hear that direct thing. And this is usually when they're getting a no. <laughs> and it's too late, right? It's often too late. When if you could pick up on that a little earlier, you could have worked to overcome it. You could have educated, you know. Um, so yeah, like, great, good stuff. Um, so let's get even more specific. I know people love like real examples. So what are some examples of times um, when being this, you know, this good educator comes into play? Maybe if you could like pick a couple of step like stages in the sales process because i mean obviously presenting a proposal we can think of that so you could you could do that one too but if there are other stages that you might be able to shine a light on how educating helps sure so you know when you're in the connect phase of the sales process and you're developing that valid business reason again going back to what is it really put some thought into what you're saying to the prospect yeah. you know they're going to take in that information and they're going to process it from their lens not yours you know, you need to think about how will this be received by this person? What do I know about them? What do I know about what they're currently doing? You know, you won't get very far if you don't begin what I consider the education process here. And right now, you know, you're learning, but you yeah. need to remember that when you're flipping it and they're learning, how are they going to receive that? You know, remember I mentioned empathy yeah. earlier, and we always talk about when you're developing a valid business reason, it's empathy, expertise, and problem solving capabilities, and that leads you to being trusted and valued. So you really need to be empathetic and any good educator is empathetic to where their students or their learner is coming from. Yeah. So another time that education and the way you present it will help you is in the discover stage. So first, again, really listen to what they want to change or improve in their world. You know, in the learning and development world, we make sure that the offerings meet the needs of the employees. That's why we develop learning objectives, because we need to we don't just you work backwards. What do we want the end state to look like? What do we want them to learn in the end? And then you work backwards from that. So in the discover stage, that's when you consider, like, I'm writing my learning objectives. I'm discovering what's important. I'm discovering where they want to be. So now I'm going to write the learning objectives that will create the roadmap for this entire sales process. Um, so you really want to be, you know, focused on that. Um, and it's never one size fits all. You know, you got to ask the right questions. Again, put yourself in their shoes. And then you'll be able to present solutions that show the potential for that immediate impact and solve the real world problem. Because remember, relevancy is so important. So it's really important to make sure you understand where they are there. Um, and present, obviously, present proposal is, is very obvious. But I think also an advice you're really stepping into the role of an educator here. You lay out that sound path with the tailored solution to meet their needs and at the right level and experience for that customer. If they're just dipping their toe in something new, inbound marketing, though, we've never done that before. You know, you make sure it's at the right level and the right comfort level. You know, I don't choose graduate level content for my undergraduate course, that's not appropriate. You know, I present, but I present something that's got the immediate and relevant application and you should do the exact same thing in sales. Make sure you're, you know, you don't want to overwhelm the prospects. So know where they're coming from as well. 
Yeah, that's really helpful. So the short answer is like every stage of the sales process, there's opportunities, right? I mean, there really are. But I thought like in those steps, there's really a lot that you could be doing. Totally. Yeah. And I love that because I think some people aren't thinking of that even early on. They're just wanting to get all the info from the prospect so they can go. And they're not thinking of like, this is a time to really learn. So you can also be educating along the way and starting to build that that groundwork. one thing I'm also thinking of, because I can never turn off my brain when I'm thinking of content, is I think a key piece of this is a lot of this is happening on calls and, and when you're interacting, but a lot of this happens in between these touch points, right? Like you mentioned when you're you're doing outreach and, and kind of coming up with a valid business reason, but it could also be after a discovery call, sending videos or articles, or you know, if, if your organization has other um, sales enablement content, like eBooks and guides and webinars and things, um, I'm just thinking of all the little ways you can continue to have different touch points that keep speaking to the little clues that you're finding along the way. And it, it doesn't all have to be on a call. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Too. And, you know, being really specific to one of the things I used to do is like, if there was a case study, making sure it was really similar to the problem that they're experiencing. Yeah. And, and you learn over time when you're in sales. The other thing, if you think about how we really uh, think that peer to peer education is really important because people really mm-hmm. appreciate yeah. what the peers say. One of the things that always worked for me too is, oh, you're having this problem. You know, I worked with company Z over here and they're having a very similar problem, you know, educating them on how that went. And then if you can, and one of the best ways to educate too is connecting those people if they're willing and able to to do that as well. Yeah, I love that. And when you can connect real people, awesome. And even if you can't, like anecdotes are so powerful. And sometimes they you don't have to say who the client is or what the, the details. Sometimes just telling the story, if you don't have permission, um, works too. So I love that. Great. Um, so, okay, let's think about salespeople. What is something for those that are listening and watching this, what is something that you would recommend that they can go do right away? Like one or two things that to help them improve this area you know, next week. <laughs> sure. So take a look at what you're currently doing in your sales process and the techniques. Is the process learning centered? You know, in the early stages, are you looking to learn as much as possible or are you just trying to connect with anyone under the sun? No, mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you're really learning about those prospects. You, you need to listen. I mean, I can't say it enough. It's always listening. And in those later stages, you know, are you taking that educator approach to presenting the solutions? Features are only great and fantastic if they meet the needs of the prospects and solve a problem. So go back and look at what you're saying to your prospects. Do the features and benefits that you're presenting meet their needs and what their problems are right now? So be really intentional about the questions you're asking and be really intentional about what you're presenting back to them. Got it. Great. That's something anyone can go do right away. Um, so our last thought here, just our last question, um, just any anything we didn't touch on that you think are good closing thoughts or tips that maybe even for business leaders and sales leaders, so they can kind of create more of a culture of, of educating and, and, you know, providing this kind of value in the sales process. Sure. All of it comes down to listening. That's we can all we all know we can get better at listening. So really just think about your listening skills. Um, use tools like um like the four A's needs analysis that mm-hmm. we have to keep you on track because some of us and it doesn't matter where you are in your career, you tend to do it more in the beginning, is you want a feature dump. You're really excited, you love what you're doing. Use something like a tool like that to keep you on track so that yeah. you really are digging down and getting the right information. 
stay focused on relevancy to the prospect. You know, I've watched salespeople go off the rails and like, they didn't say they wanted that. They don't need that, you know, just really always try to stick to those, you know, what, what's relevant to them. Um, keep asking yourself, and this is one of the things that I always used to do, what problem am I solving for? Hmm. I can't answer the question with whatever I'm doing. What problem am I solving for? Does this have anything to do with it? And also remember, I think this is really important. Sometimes the prospect doesn't have a problem you can fix at that very moment. But if you listen empathetically and you really let them know that you're listening, the opportunity will come. And then mm -hmm. you can be there to present the new information that they need when they need it. You know, a good teacher doesn't talk for the sake of talking. You know, they choose their words and their content carefully to make the largest impact. And I've gotten some of my largest sales off of a time when we said, this relationship's not going to work right now. But I heard what you said. And as soon as I had relevant information to solve the problem, I came running back and they trusted me. And they said, you, have, you weren't here bothering us trying to put that, you know, round peg in square peg yeah. in the round hole, you know. So that's really important to remember is that nothing, it's not always going to work the first time around. But great, I love that. So everybody watching, go write on a post-it. What problem are you solving? And put it on your, <laughs> yes, your <mind. laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, just for every for I mean, really, even beyond sales, it's a good any type of interaction. So this is great, Stephanie. Um, so much, so much good info and just reminders. And I think anyone, no matter how long they've been in the business, um, can pull stuff from this and, and go back and look at your sales process. Where am I not, you know, focused, problem centered and, 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 you know, am I listening enough? Am I looking for these clues? There's lots of stuff to take away. So um, thank you for your time today. Oh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. And I know we have your, your uh, LinkedIn information right below so people can connect with you and um, yeah, we'll talk soon. So have a great day, Stephanie. You too. Thank you. All right. You are muted, Shay. <laughs> I always mute myself just in case backstage, I you know, I, I just always worries me, but thanks for telling me. So thank you, Stephanie. That was awesome. Thank you, Danny. Um, I know I had saw some good comments, um, some little nuggets people were picking up in the comments. So if you picked up any good nuggets or any questions you have, as always, you can um, connect with us in the comments um, or on our sellsmartersellfaster.com website where we put lots of extra, you know, resources and related topics and um, past episodes. Also, I'm going to remind you one more time, make sure you are subscribed to the Sell Smarter, Sell Faster channel on YouTube. Um, we love to connect with you there. Turn your notifications on. And if you enjoyed this episode, if you would share it on maybe your Facebook or your LinkedIn, or maybe you have someone that um, may be struggling with some of these things. They might be a seller or someone on your team um, that maybe this episode could help them. If you would just shoot it to them in an email, um, that really helps us spread the word and helps us build our community to help people sell smarter and faster. So um, I think that's it. I I am going to put Danny's connect up here. If you ever have any questions about these topics or you just want to connect because she's awesome, um, you can connect with her on LinkedIn and Twitter and myself. I am also on all the things all the time, not all the time, but uh, sometimes I work and I think that's it. Danny, tell us about next week. Yeah, I'm really excited about next week. Episode 13, lucky 13. We're going to be talking about building a B2B content strategy that really empowers sales. Um, and we've got a pro, an expert on this topic. He's uh, the host of B2B Better, Jason Bradwell. So join us. This is going to be a good one. And um, look forward to seeing you there. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for joining us on Sell Smarter, Sell Faster. If you like what you've heard, click that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Be sure to visit our website, sellsmartersellfaster.com, where you can find even more helpful sales enablement resources. Until the next episode, happy selling.